1: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. At the window.
0: I want all of you to get up out of your chairs.
2: And go to the window, open it, and stick your head
3: out and yell.
1: Okay, short and sweet. Antonio Brown's not in the building today. He won't be practicing. Uh, I don't have any more information for
2: you right now, and when I have some and it becomes appropriate, you guys will all get it, I promise you, but that's it for today.
4: And there you have it. That is the GM of the Oakland Raiders, Mike Mayock, meeting the press about an hour, hour and a half ago, talking about the latest, latest goings on involving Antonio Brown. Welcome in. To at the window here on the Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo TV Channel 719. We'll get Packers. We'll get to the Packers and the Bears. You can't wait. Kickoff 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time tonight on NBC. Thursday Night Football, it's back. I, we, we can't wait. We'll, we'll dive into that. Joe Ranieri from the morning line, from Make It Rain, from the morning after. He'll join me in about 20 minutes, go over the best lines, best bets for tonight's game, and a couple of... Leans for Sunday's action. We'll get to that coming up, but first, Antonio Brown. The news came out: Antonio Brown and Mike Mayock got into an altercation, not physical, verbal back and forth. It got heated. Uh, Antonio Brown, according to Adam Schefter and Ian Rapaport, both you know NFL insiders, one for ESPN, one for NFL Network, reporting that Mayock threatening to suspend Antonio Brown. But you just heard him right there. Nothing. Has been decided yet. He did not practice today, Antonio Brown. Okay, so that's something to watch for tomorrow. And it just keeps getting worse. Now, the altercation, the verbal exchange, what have you, argument, altercation, argument. Let's go with argument, right? It's, just, it's in vogue, this altercation word that everyone loves to throw around. Um, it's, it was an argument between Antonio Brown and Mike Mayock. And it was over the Instagram post. Uh, that Antonio Brown shared of Mike Mayock um, disclosing to Antonio Brown in a letter the fines that he will have to pay back for missing time in training camp. And, of course, Mayock did not like it, and there you go. They got into it and, and what have you. Where will this lead? Now, the news coming out, there's $30 million in guarantees for Antonio Brown in his contract with the Oakland Raiders. He's already been paid $1 million. They can cut him. Now, if they suspend him now, okay, they are then able to cut Antonio Brown, the Oakland Raiders are, and not owe him a dime. They could walk away from what's looking like this big mistake for just a third and fifth round pick they gave the Steelers for Antonio Brown and the million dollars that they paid out. And and there's some discussion. They could even go after that money as well if they wanted to. So stay tuned, folks. I mean... And if, let's say, they decide, all right, we're just going to suspend, the Oakland Raiders decide to suspend Antonio Brown for just one game, the opener, they could then have him play out the rest of the season and then cut him due to the um, provision in his contract, the termination pay provision of the labor deal, and basically not owe him any of the guarantees in his contract. So... If he gets suspended, Antonio Brown, and the reason is for conduct detrimental to the team, it's going to be a big mistake on Antonio Brown's part because the Oakland Raiders could walk away from this contract. Now, will they do that? Will they? Do they have the guts, Mike Mayock, and John Gruden, to say, you know what? All right, cut all losses. Third and fifth round pick, a million bucks. Let's get out. Let's get out of this now. Let's, you know what? It's not. He's not. He has not learned from his past. Um, I guess behavioral issues with the Pittsburgh Steelers, let's just walk away from it. That's something to watch, very interesting. I don't think it'll happen. They have invested a lot in the future there in Las Vegas, which will come in a year. Antonio Brown is a big, sexy, you know, name for fans to get excited about. I can't see it ending this quickly and Antonio Brown's trying to do his best. The right? helmet, the helmet gate, if you will. Now he has a sponsorship that he, uh, out of that deal. Uh, goodbye to the uh, shut Air Advantage or whatever it was called helmet that he liked so much. He's wearing some other helmet and he has a, uh, a sponsorship deal now with that, which we, was predictable. But now, will the Oakland Raiders, because they could suspend him now, walk away from this trade? with the Pittsburgh Steelers over the offseason and and a contract extension. Very, very interesting to um, pay attention to. But if you're Mike Mayock right now, you're being tested. Everyone is paying attention. They're looking to see how Mayock and Gruden to a lesser extent deal with this issue with Antonio Brown. To me, they have all the leverage now because of this news that they could just walk away from this contract. Would a team sign Antonio Brown? Hell yes, they would sign Antonio Brown. If you were to become available, however, not going to get the contract that he has with the Oakland Raiders and would a contending team and the Oakland Raiders, not a contending team, but would a contending team, take a chance on Antonio Brown. I I doubt that very, very, very much. So it's time for Antonio Brown and Mike Mack to to make nice, get this thing rolling, play some damn football. That's what everybody wants to play some football in uh, Oakland right now and get the season started. Speaking of football, we have Packers-Bears tonight. NFL 100, the 100th anniversary of the National Football League. Can't wait for that. Uh, 820, as I mentioned, NBC Sports gets underway. Mitchell Trubisky against Aaron Rodgers. That's what it's billed in my book as. What is Mitchell Trubisky? Will he take another step forward 12-4 last year? Had a good playoff game. All right, can't blame him for the double doink uh, that they call it now. Uh, The field goal against the Eagles. Can't blame Mitchell Trubisky. He was red hot in the second half and in the fourth quarter. Played very well. Played good enough for the Bears to win. Paired with that great defense last year, they had what people, the formula, if you will, right, to go far in the playoffs. But they ended up, you know, because of a missed field goal, not going anywhere. But this year, right, Rodgers last year, one-on-one against the Bears, and had that one leg. He was on one leg. He won uh coming back through three touchdown passes week one. We all remember that a magnificent game. What will he look like on the new offense with, with uh, Mike McCarthy now gone, Matt LaFleur in as head coach. That's what the intrigue is for this game, right? The new offense for the Packers, Mitchell Trubisky another year. What will he look like? Will the, can the Bears do – uh improve off the 12-4 and four Divisional uh, win last year and playoff berth. We'll see what happens. Talk more about that on the other side. This is At The Window, Sports Grid TV Network. I'm Sean Guasamakia. Back after this, Bears-Packers. Let's talk some NFL football.
0: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. But I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. What's your IRS problem?
6: Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates?
0: Game time decisions. A lot of these old dudes don't seem to understand a concept that when I'm talking and I have a headset on, that I'm on the air. So a lot of people, they talk to me while I'm talking. Like they'll come yeah, over now. Sure. But then they get mad. And then like I
6: hear them smack talking me. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a jerk. He ignores us. I had a guy in the middle of a segment, he's like waving his hands at me like it's a panic. I look over and he's like, Do you know what time it is? I'm like, no. And he's like, it's on your computer. Why don't you just tell me? And I'm
0: like, f off. And then the guy like starts stalking me. He's hanging around all day, giving me dirty looks. It's a mental institution here. Week days, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719.
4: Back here on At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo TV Channel 719. Welcome in. It's NFL football season, baby. Tonight, it all gets started. Packers, Bears, no more preseason. The real action starts tonight. All right. We talked enough about Antonio Brown. Everyone's sick of Antonio Brown, but it's just, it's really, really uh, lovely to hear. And I know Pittsburgh Steelers fans are smiling from ear to ear today. Because of all the drama that Brown is causing, Mike Mayock, John Gruden, and the Oakland Raiders organization out there, and um, just, it just it's never going to end. So, I, I'm, I guarantee you, there is going to be something else. If it, suspension tomorrow, we'll talk about that. And then going forward, will get? You know, what what will the Raiders do? What what will Brown do next? Right? It's it's it, your head spins. But enough of that. Bears Packers, great rivalry, right? NFC North division, Bears won it last year, Packers underachieved, fired Mike McCarthy. What does it all mean for this year? Rodgers is healthy, that's for one. That's what I'm looking forward to, a healthy Aaron Rodgers. And Matt LaFleur, up-tempo offense, what would he bring to this new offense? You know Aaron Rodgers, he's a grizzled old vet. If you read any of Tyler Dunn's piece in Bleacher Report about the relationship between McCarthy and and Rodgers, you know that he didn't get along. They didn't get along. Now, whether that's on McCarthy or Rodgers, I mean, it kind of paints Rodgers as being the guy that is most responsible for that deterioration in relationship. Then you're kind of a little apprehensive about the relationship between head coach and quarterback in Green Bay with Matt LaFleur, especially at Matt LaFleur, young guy, 39 years old. I mean, he looks like he could still play football um, himself. So how much respect does he garner from Aaron Rodgers. That's something that we have to pay attention to because will Aaron Rodgers have the capability to run the plays that he wants to run? And should he have that responsibility? Matt LaFleur, that's his expertise. We'll see. saying all the right things right now, but you know, if it just doesn't start out very well, and game one matters a great deal against your rival, the Chicago Bears, it's something to pay attention to, especially on the sideline. How do they... I'm going to be paying attention to this. How do they interact with one another? That's Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers in timeouts and crucial situations. You know, remember way back with the Cleveland Cavs when LeBron James was running the show? You know, David Blatt didn't garner respect from LeBron James, right? LeBron James would be calling plays, you know, for the team in in huddles and and, and not pay attention to Dave Blatt. All the players would look to LeBron James and and Ty Lue. The same thing happened. We all paid attention to that. That's the kind of situation that could develop in Green Bay. We don't know, but it, it, it's, it pay, pay attention to that because um, we all want to see the Packers, right? And drama-free, you know, and, and Rodgers playing his carefree football game, ad-libbing that, like he likes to do, outside the pocket, throwing on the run, audible and at the line. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what kind of freedom he has. Pay attention to that. But Aaron Rodgers, expect a good game from him. Now, looking at the game props tonight, this is uh, according to the FanDuel Sportsbook, looking at the player props, Aaron Rodgers um, comes to mind, right? I mean, you want to play, you think he's going to have a big game, passing yards, 200. Right now, get this up. Player props, Aaron Rodgers, passing yards, let's go all the way down. See if it's moved. I don't think it has. All right, here we go. 267.5. 267 and a half. What are you going to do? You're going to go over, under. Under is minus 118. Over is minus 108. 267 and a half passing yards. Over, under. What do you think? Aaron Rodgers tonight. Over. Went over both, um, both games against the Bears last year. He was hobbled in the first one. Went over um, against that great Bears defense last year. Now, no more the NGO. It's now Chuck Pagano. He's a seasoned NFL coach. was a called? was a head coach of the Indianapolis Colts and with the Ravens before that. Knows what he's doing. Well-respected defensive coordinator. However, is he Vangio? Is Vic Vangio? That's what we all are going to pay attention to. Helps to have Khalil Mack. So when you have that guy, the best, the best pass rusher in the National Football League. It helps to have him wreaking havoc uh, on the defensive side of the football. So that'll help any game plan that, Pagano puts together, so I don't expect a huge drop-off, but I do expect a drop-off from the Bears defensively uh, this season. Now, Mitchell Trubisky, he needs to progress. Struggle throwing the deep ball and and passes over 10 yards last year. There's a debate of of his accuracy and whether he'll uh, do better in in, in that field this year to take his game to the next level. Even if he marginally increases or, or, or what have you, still good enough, Mitchell Trubisky, in the system that they have there in Chicago, and now with David Montgomery, the rookie out of Iowa State, running the football. Cohen's still there to be the third down back and what have you. The weapons are there uh, offensively. Not great weapons offensively for the Chicago Bears, but Trubisky played with this, this squad last year. I think they should upgrade at running back with David Montgomery. So let's see it. But even though, uh, if, if they don't progress, right, they're still good enough to win provided that defense is top five. Provided Khalil Mack plays at an all-pro level. You know, there's less margin for error, right? If Khalil Mack and, and that defense falls off, then you have to rely more on Mitchell Trubisky. And you don't want to do that. I don't think this kid is a top-10 quarterback in the National Football League right now. Um, I don't even think he's top-12 right now off the top of my head. Um, the the Bears as far as expectations are concerned, yeah, they'll... They're in the running for the playoffs and, and for that division. I like the Vikings to win that division, actually. Vikings. I like them in every sense of the word. I like Kirk Cousins better than Mitchell Trubisky. Straight up, I'll take Kirk Cousins. And regardless of, of what people think, I, a lot of haters out there for Kirk Cousins, um, and largely because of all the guaranteed money that he's making, Right, expect more from Kirk Cousins. Had an off year last year. He'll bounce back this year and and do better for the Vikings. So that the, the, that's primarily why uh, I've taken the Vikings in that division because the defense is... Very similar defensively, Vikings and the Bears. Both top notch. A lot of playmakers on the defensive end for, for both uh, squads. Running back, give the edge to the Vikings, right? Dalvin Cook over Montgomery. But Montgomery is a lot of it is expected from a kid in, who's taken the third round. So we'll see what, what happens there. And, and weapons, offensively, Vikings have more weapons. So get, definitely edge goes to the Vikings. But we're talking Bears. We're talking Packers. We're talking tonight, Thursday Night Football. The opening game, Rodgers over. I'm going, and it's going to be minus 108, 67 and a half. All right, Mitchell Trubisky. Let's go for Mitchell Trubisky. Passing yards. Another prop, player prop tonight. His total, 235 and a half passing yards. All right. I mean, Trubisky, you know, likes to run the ball more. You know, and so does Aaron Rodgers for that matter. But uh, will he against a... How do I put this kindly? Uh, a defense that needs improvement uh, with the Green Bay Packers. All right, um, 235 seems awfully low to me. I, 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 you know what? It seems awfully low for me for Trubisky. Um, I'm going to go over that as well. 235 over, that's minus 118. Unders minus 108 on Trubisky's passing yards. Now, another interesting thing, David Montgomery, another prop that I like tonight. David Montgomery rushing yards over under 58 and a half. Very, very, very intriguing. Will he get the reps? I'd go over that against that Packers defense over 58 and a half. The one that is um, a little less, less um, certain is Aaron Jones, right? Running back for the Green Bay Packers. How many carries will he get? Will he get the carries, enough carries to get the yards? Jamal Williams is there in the backfield as well in Green Bay. 52 and a half. Uh, right now, I'd pass on that total. Um, not comfortable. One other one. Devontae Adams, receiver for the Packers. Receiving yards over under 83 and a half. Over. Rodgers has to target somebody. That's his favorite target, right? I'm going over the 60, 267 and a half for Rodgers. I'm going over the uh, 83 and a half receiving yards, and that's minus 112 for Devontae Adams. So those are just some... Um, of the player props. We'll get more into it if we have time um, going uh, forward in the show. But next, we'll talk a little gambling, all right? Like, where is the money going in Vegas? And how about some NFL leans for week one? We'll talk to Joe Ranieri, of course, Sports Grid TV Network host. Hear him on Make It Rain, The Morning Line, The Morning After. He'll join me next right here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I'm Sean Guasamacchia. Back after this, bears Packers betting line. We'll talk more about that next.
2: the window.
4: Jared Goff getting a contract extension, $134 million, four-year extension with the LA Rams. He was QB6 last year in fantasy, put up great numbers in Sean McVay's offense, but he laid an egg in the Super Bowl. Is he worth it is the ultimate question. In the regular season, he is, but he has yet to show that he's worth the money in the postseason, and I would have waited if I were the
0: Rams one more year. Watch live weekdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern, on Sumo TV, Channel 719.
3: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017, world number one. Me, personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course.
0: What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
4: Wait no more, because NFL Day has arrived. Who writes this stuff? NFL Day? NFL Day. Become the eighth person to win one million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer, or join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it all wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. I would have went more with wait no more because the NFL is back. You know, I don't know. NFL day has arrived. I don't know. I guess. I guess. Got to read what they write, right? You know, you just have to do it that way. Welcome back to At The Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. We'll talk Bears, Packers. Can't wait. Get Joe Ranieri in here right now. You can, of course, see him, hear him on the morning line. That's 6 a.m. Eastern time. And then Make It Rain with Dane Martinez. And, of course,
7: the morning after with the great Gabriel Morenzi. Joe, good afternoon. Welcome back, man. What is going on, man? It is here, man. It is Christmas time for the football fan NFL uh, T-minus, I don't know, like four hours here. And nope. we are kicking off, man. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Before we get to that, Joe,
4: uh, I think Enos Cantor is still here. Uh, do you have a question for probably. him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
7: probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, that's it.
4: Woo. He just said yeah. that, was, that was something. <laughs>
7: That was, uh, that was, yeah, that was something. All right. Good guy though. Very, very nice guy. Like, uh, (laughs) like quality dude who he's the kind of guy that would just, you know, you knew in high school that one dude that no matter what party they walked into, he'd he'd be friends and talk with everyone. You know what I mean? It'd be nice. Like he'd have no enemies and he'd just be like, everyone's great, you know, happy to be here. Uh, he's a good dude. He just, you know, unfortunately he can't go home. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't want to leave. Uh, that's true. But good dude, uh, yeah, excellent, yeah, very, very like, just smart guy. Can't go guy to Turkey. Too. Other than that, he's yeah, that's also. true. I, I, yeah, if yeah. you ask the, the Turkish government, yeah, I don't think he's a good dude over there. But yeah, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll yep. see what happens. All right, let, he's let, on Interpol's <laughs> list, so I don't want to stand that close to him. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we sure uh, we know where Gabe is right now. I know. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. But he made us a lot of money during that uh, during that first series in the NBA with Portland taking on True. you know Russ and uh, and OKC. So
4: and you were big. Yeah, you were high on him too. As yep. far as yeah, I was his big play. on Portland. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what he brings. All right, because uh, they talk about his defense, but uh, they don't mention his offenses, rebounding, and what have you. I remember you uh, talking about that. All right. Let's talk tonight. Packers Bears right now. All right, Bears favorite three points. That's the spread I'm seeing on FanDuel Sportsbook. It may have went up or or down a half a point there uh, for you, Joe. But 47 is the total. That's what I have right now. I don't know what you have as we have it up on the board. It was 46 and a half, but uh, yeah, it's now up to 47, Joe. All right. So here what's comes your the public money?
7: Yeah, yep, here, here you comes go. Comes the public money. Yep, and it's uh, it's funny. I've been talking to uh, my friends in uh, Vegas. And there is a it's almost two to one right now. The uh, the money and the tickets that are coming in on the Bears. So sports books are very much hopeful that Green Bay ends up uh, pulling this out. That would be very good for the sports book. The Bears money is starting to roll in. And we said it this morning, too, that the, you know, keep in mind when Joe Public gets involved. And what I mean by Joe Public is somebody that is a recreational better didn't bet all year. Usually only bets. During football season, you know, not a professional, not betting huge amounts of money, but hey, it's football There's a game on. I'm going to play that money is starting to come in right now, usually later in the day, just before kickoff on a Thursday night. And I can tell you this about uh, the recreational better. They don't want to see what we saw in the Super Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> they want scoring. Yeah. They want high octane. Every, they want everything to be Kansas City and the Rams, 55 to 50. So they're almost never going to bet an under, which is why you're seeing it start to creep up now from 46, 46 and a half. Here comes the public money. Now we're all the way up to 47. I happen to be, I, I think it's, I'm jumping all over it at 47, because 47 I don't think there's going to be nearly as much scoring here as the public thinks, there's going to be. In fact, I'm on the under first half 20 uh, 24, and I am under the uh, the full game there at uh, at 47. I think you're going to see. A big defensive struggle in this game. Don't forget, offense in football is all about timing, right? It's all about knowing the guy is going to be there. Uh, How many snaps did uh, did Aaron Rodgers take this preseason with his wide? Oh, zero. That's right, none of them did. And by the way, the defensive seven, the front seven defense is all about reaction, right? It's all about reactionary. They didn't play. They they wore baseball hats on the sidelines all preseason. So I do think defense. It's going to take. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and company, a little while new offense to get on the same page at game time conditions. I do think that, uh, they are going to Chicago. That is they're going to flex their defensive might. So I wouldn't expect an awful lot of scoring right away in this game.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Last season, 24, 23 was the, uh, win for the Packers in game one. So that's at 47 and then the, 24, uh, 17, was the final score in the second game they played last season. So that was under the 47, uh, to your mm-hmm. point, Joe. Uh, but I could see Aaron Rodgers going off in this game, though, Joe. Uh, it's a rivalry game. Uh, they have his uh, prop bat at 267 passing yards. I think that's an over. He went over in both games last year in passing yards. I know it's a good defense there in Chicago. I, I heard what you said as far as the early season. You know, It's going to be a defensive struggle and what have you, but I, don't you see with this new offense with Matt LaFleur in Green Bay the up te- uh, tempo offense that they want to run don't you think they want to you know set a good example for for the fans and 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 for everyone out there and and score some points and and, and test this bears defense tonight
7: Yeah puppy dogs and rainbows and you know <laughs> let's light a fire and roast marshmallows I don't know what the hell universe you're living in man but in a football game on the road Soldier Field new coach New offensive philosophy. No reps during the preseason. Game number one with the number one defense in the yeah, league. banjo uh, has gone. A little though. bit more ferocious. Yep. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. I. are no, You're believing Chuck take, Pagano, huh? Uh No. Listen, that defense is going to be fine. Whether Chuck Pagano's there or not, they've got the athletes. The problem is always this time of year. Neither offense, I don't think, is going to be really sharp because they haven't had the reps. It's one thing to go, you know, inner squad and joint practices. It's a whole nother thing to have Khalil Mack running up your ass at full speed. That's a totally different animal. It's going to take a little while to be able to get that that rhythm down, the timing, the offense. And by the way, I don't know what kind of second-half adjustments we can expect from Matt LaFleur. I have no 100%. idea. This it might is- be Aaron Rodgers making the second-half adjustments. We don't even know that. I think it's got I, it's got disaster to me written all over it, this relationship between LaFleur and Rodgers. Rodgers is a known. You think A.B.'s a pain in the ass? The, Aaron Rodgers, Mike McCarthy, it is well-documented, guys, that he is a bit of a diva there, that Aaron Rodgers. And, How long before things don't start going his way that Aaron Rodgers starts calling his own plays? I think it's got nightmare written all over it, but I'm going to take the under. I'm going to bet on less points being scored here tonight.
4: I do like Rodgers, though, over 267 passing
7: yards. It could still be under I still like they're not going to hand a ball off. Why would they hand a ball off and run into what that front? Like I wouldn't write. I expect them to go out, try to get some, you know, some passes, try to establish some rhythm, uh, get a few easy passes. I do think that uh, of these two teams, I do think the offense of Chicago, I think they're going to come out and score first, which is why. I'm going to wait to bet this game tonight, in-game live here on the network. I'm going to wait until Chicago scores first, which, by the way, they did almost every game last year. Their first quarter scoring was off the charts last year. So I expect them to come out, kick a field goal, score a touchdown, and then that line right now that's hovering around what? Green Bay getting three? All of a sudden, it's going to be four, four four-and-a-half, Five, and that's when I'm going to jump on Green Bay when I can get it a little bit more than uh, more than three right now. You give me the hook. You wait till it in game yeah. starts, and you wait till Chicago scores. You watch what happens to that in game line.
4: There he is. He's Joe Ranieri. You can of course catch him on the morning line, make it rain, and the morning after. And tonight in game live too, he'll be following this game. Before we let you go, Joe, we only have a few more minutes. Uh, these, these segments. There's not enough time here. Uh, I wanted to give you my uh, the my leans right now for over or under win totals for the uh, NFL season. All right here we go. go Here's ahead. one I love: LA Chargers nine and a half under. I'm taking the under. I'm fading the LA Chargers. Am I making a mistake, Joe?
7: No, no, I don't think you are. I think that division is a lot harder than uh, than people give it credit to be. I do think they're going to miss. Melvin Gordon, I mean, Austin Eckler, Woohoo, go out and draft him. Yeah, no. Like, Austin Eckler is going to get killed here. And I agree. I Finally, think, we agree I on something. I think they're going to yeah. realize rather quickly that maybe we should pay Melvin Gordon and get him in here. And, yeah, I don't know. The loss of uh, Derwin James there on defense is a big loss. Yep. I think they're good. But uh, they're not elite, not to mention they're playing in L.A. They've got to try. Their schedule hasn't been an airplane flying all over the country during the season. So I'm with you. Unders a great lean. All
4: right. Here's another lean for me. The Jaguars eight win is uh, they're at right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm going over that, Joe. Uh, I love Nick Foles, at quarterback. No, he's not great, but he's a Super Bowl champion quarterback and a huge upgrade over Blake Bortles. I'm expecting Leonard Fournette to bounce back from that awful year he had last year. He only played eight games. They're still a top five defense. I like them to win that division. Actually, in the AFC South, Jaguars over eight. What, what do you think?
7: I think Fazano is a better upgrade than uh, than anything else they had there in uh, Jacksonville. You got to be kidding me over Blaine Gabbard. Uh, I do. I think they've got the best shot of going from worst to first this year. Great defense. The question is. If you keep that defense on the field because you can't get any first downs, we've never seen Nick Foles succeed outside of Philadelphia. If he has any success, Jacksonville is going to win that division.
4: All right, and Joe, one uh, last one for you. This week, NFL Sunday, you have one lean uh, as far as these games are yes. concerned? Yep.
7: Jets, ball, I think Buffalo and the Jets, the number's too low at 41. I think we're going to see more points than that. Awesome. Joe Ranieri, thanks a lot. Have some fun with uh,
4: Gabe Marenzi tonight watching... Packers-Bears right here on this SportsGrid TV network. Thanks, Joe. Make some money, baby. Yeah, there you go. Listen to them. All right, we'll talk more about that coming back. And we'll also be joined by Craig Mish, Fantasy Sports Today, talking some fantasy football. That's next here
0: on At The Window.
5: Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call one 888 Delete or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right. It is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1 888 WE DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1 888 933 3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com.
1: The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable. Awning. A sunsetter retractable awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your sunsetter for as little as 5 dollars when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your sunsetter retractable awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years, so call 800 869 5446 now to get. get. Get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now.
4: This is At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Thank you for tuning in. We just heard from Joe Ranieri. We got the latest betting leans from Joe, and he's really high on this under. I mean, he's really all in on the under 47 total uh, in the in the game for the Bears and the Packers, and also the first half. He's also under that. I think it's 23, he mentioned, uh, is what he got it at, uh, under in the first half. So interesting. We'll stay tuned, I think. It's going to be dicey whether or not it gets over that total, but I do think Rodgers will go for over 267 passing yards, and so I'm putting my money on that tonight. But let's talk more about this game and also some fantasy football, and I'll welcome in the host of the Fantasy Sports Today right here on Fantasy Sports Radio, uh, 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. He, of course, is Craig Mish. Craig, thanks for the time. Uh, Welcome to the show.
8: Hey Sean, what's going on? Good not, to see
4: you. Uh, not much, yeah. Great to see you. I love the I love the Maddox jersey behind you there. I like that. All right. Pretty cool. Pretty Got the whole cool.
8: setup here. A lot <laughs> of baseball stuff happening here.
4: Yeah, but you're a you're a big uh, football guy as well, right? It's football season. Uh, I know you talk about it with Joe P. today and uh, the the Packers Bears game. Before we get to the DFS, I want to talk a little daily fantasy as well for Week One. Uh, What's your lean tonight looking at this game? Anything stick out to you with the Bears-Packers? And right now it's Bears uh, minus three in this one.
8: Yeah, and and I heard Joe on with you before. And I, and I think if, um, if you can get 47 going under, I mean, obviously the line's been 46 for most of the week. So it's obviously trending toward the over there. But, of course, the public is wrong a lot. So certainly not a bad lean indeed if that was the case. Uh, My lean also would be to to lay the points and take the Bears, honestly. Um, I I think the Bears are a really good football team. I don't think they've lost a ton from last year, and their new running back, Montgomery, looks like he could be a star. So uh, these games in general, if you go back over the last 15 years, a lot of them are high-scoring. And the home team usually wins. I mean, the home team, Sean, has won like every single one of these Thursday night opening games, like going back 15 years. I think it's like 12 and 3 or 13 and 2. That's not covering the spread, of course, but the home team has shown an advantage at least early on. Perhaps that's being pumped up. Perhaps that's playing the first game of the season at home. I don't know the answer for that. And again, those are trends year to year. The NFL changes. It's completely different. But I would lean toward the under lean toward the Bears. But from DFS purposes, uh, season-long fantasy purposes, I have a couple of interests tonight, but for DFS purposes, and even from a betting perspective, there's going to be a lot better games to wager on this week. What Vegas is basically telling you here is with the Bears being three-point favorites, there's just no advantage, so yep. flip a coin. Yep.
4: It, it, that's how I look at it, too, flip a coin. But I, if I had to flip a coin, I, I tend to lean Packers in this one, but i like to see that okay. hook. i like to see the three and a hook, but uh, it's it's not there. But Get uh,
8: yourself to four, then, if you can get that hook. I will, I will. Get yourself <laughs> I to four will, I will, will. half a <laughs> point.
4: All right, Craig, uh, before we get to the daily fantasy, you just mentioned season-long fantasy, and and Kyler Murray is is somebody that uh, he confounds me a little bit because going back and forth, you know, he didn't look good in the preseason, but Cliff Kingsbury came out and basically explained that they didn't show anything in the preseason. They didn't run anything sophisticated, right? His air raid offense that he employed at Texas Tech. What are you expecting as far as fantasy is concerned from Kyler Murray and that Arizona Cardinals offense this season?
8: I think because of his ability to be able to run the ball as good or better than any quarterback in the NFL, not named Lamar Jackson, I think we'll look back on this at the end of the year and he'll probably grade out as a QB1. But part of this, Sean, is that understanding, especially in a season long fantasy league, not everybody's going to be around for those stats in week 14, week 15, week 16, and week 17. And that's a big part of what people don't really understand in fantasy. Like when you draft a fantasy team, at least for me, I'm I'm really drafting a team for the first five or six weeks. And, and I'll get to get me to that point, and I'll worry about the rest of the season later. You start off a fantasy season with Kyler Murray, and out of the gate, he's 13 for 27, 150 yards passing, a touchdown, a pick. And he does that for about three or four games. I mean, you're getting no production. Unless the rest of your team is good, you could be done. So I think he's a definitely very good second-half play as the season goes on. But far be it from me to try and predict what this kid is going to look like. Right. And usually, in general, Sean, historically speaking, from a quarterback perspective, uh, the rookie quarterbacks tend to struggle. Now, the guys that can run have had really good first years, really good first games. Remember when Michael Vick was not a passer and he was a runner? He was fantastic. Uh, And then he became a passer, too, and great. Vince Young lived off his legs for a while. And this, honestly, his first year, Vince Young, could be a little bit of what we see here with Kyler Murray. I think Murray will be a much better quarterback than Young. Eventually, and for sure, Murray showed that in college. But uh, the first year in, you could be just getting a lot more rushing yards and rushing touchdowns than you do passing yards. So I don't think Arizona goes from a two or three win team to a 10 win team just by having Murray there. I don't see it happening. I agree with
4: you there, but he's one of the guys I went back and forth on this season when I was uh you know preparing for my uh, fantasy football drafts. Is mm-hmm. it, that was my guy, but how, how about for you was is there a guy that you could see it breaking either way, either being a, a top 10 at his position or go the other way and be like a disappointment. Was there a guy that you went back and forth on this year that you really didn't have a good pulse on as far as fantasy is concerned?
8: Uh- yeah, yeah, there were a couple. Um, and by the way, I'd rather have Lamar Jackson than Murray in every fantasy league. I'd much rather have him. Um, yeah, uh, actually two guys on the same team that I went back and forth on. It's really interesting. Um, from a jump standpoint, the guy that I wanted to have in, in just about every draft was Chris Carson on Seattle, the nice. running back. Yep. Um, I really feel like at the end of the season, he's going to grade out potentially maybe even as a top five guy. I really want him. I think he's a first-round pick in fantasy next year. And, uh, and then the opposite was actually Tyler Lockett. I thought just by sure volume this season, both from a DFS, season-long, and even prop bet perspective, Sean, when I looked at Lockett, I just simply thought, well, no Doug Baldwin there, yep. no great tight end there. There's probably a good chance for 100 catches, 1,500 yards, and 12 or 13 touchdowns. But the guys who study this that are a lot smarter than me seem to think that he made the most of virtually every target that he had last year and had some unsustainable numbers that could back that up. So that softened me a little bit with Lockett. So I ended up going kind of all-in on Carson and the opposite side uh, with Lockett a little bit. So we'll see how it plays out, certainly. But at the end of the year, Russell Wilson is going to throw 30 touchdowns. Where are they going to go, Sean? I don't have the answer.
4: Well, yeah, I know. That's why I thought you would be a little bit higher or lean more towards Lockett having...
8: uh, I was. I was. I faded a little bit toward the end on it. Well, I have
4: to look up those numbers now. You said they crunched the numbers, and uh, I guess...
1: Doesn't
8: favor yeah, there's Lockett. some negative yeah. reports basically yeah. saying that every time they threw the ball to Lockett, he, he scored. Every time he caught it, it was like 30 or 40 yards. Now, is he great or was he lucky? I mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. And again, yep, uh, you know that's that that's a level above me studying <laughs> the numbers in, in in terms of that. I'm just being honest with you on that
4: one. All right, Craig, uh, let's talk about Week One. All right, DFS. Uh, do you have any I guess pairings or or, or plays that? Are not getting the you know everyone's going to play the the favorites and what have you Saquon sure. Barkley is mm-hmm. a given Christian yep. McCaffrey we mm-hmm. all right all the top Devonte Adams at his position tonight for the for the Packers uh, do you have any sleeper plays or, or some like uh, picks out there that that you're you're confident might surprise in Week One and might be a good play here uh, this weekend.
8: Yeah. And we talked about Lamar Jackson, a quarterback. We can start there. It's a little bit of a mini Ravens stack. I would go against Miami. I'd play Jackson. uh, FanDuel's price is 7,400. I would pay up for their defense uh, coming into the weekend. So I would go uh, Jackson 7,400 and the Ravens defense at 5,000. In terms of a a running back, this probably will catch some people off uh, by surprise. But I saw this play out last year and I'm going to go back to it this year again, Sean. Um, Devin Singletary was really good at Florida Atlantic university he was really good. Okay. Uh, and I think he has a bright future in the NFL, but he's got Frank Gore in front of him and Frank Gore is going to be loved by that coaching staff. And he is going to be the hardest worker on the field. He's going to be the first one in and he's going to be the last one out and he's going to be in practice running super hard. The coaches are going to love him and Frank Gore is going to play. And Frank Gore is going to hurt Devin Singletary, and he's going to hurt him in a big way this year. I see a lot of volume for Gore, and his price is 4900 on opening day. Just ask Miami last year. They had the more talented back, some people thought, with Kenyon Drake. It was Gore getting all the carries all season long. I think the same thing happens this year in Buffalo. I think Gore plays a lot, and I think he plays this week. Uh, also, really, the one matchup that is juicy, and you could stack probably uh, a lot of players from this game, I don't think Tampa Bay's defense is that much improved from last year. Their offense may be better, Sean, All right. even Evan though White's I'm not, not going to make that
4: big of an impact, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah,
8: I, I'm yeah. not. I am not convinced that Tampa Bay is any better than they were last year. And look, Bruce Arians has been a great coach. Yep. But we've we've also seen situations where coaches, they come back and they don't do that well, I think this this is what's going to happen in Tampa. I think Arians may be a one or two year and done with him. I don't like the quarterback there, but I will say this. All right. 54 points, 51 points, whatever the total is. A lot of points are coming in this game. Marquise Goodwin is priced at $5,400. I would use him. I would use O.J. Howard uh, okay. on the Tampa Bay side. I would be stacking San Francisco and Tampa this weekend. I think a high-scoring game is coming there.
4: Well, one of my questions was going to be about Jameis Winston and – Will we see Jameis Winston finally put together the season we all expected him to, to put together when he was drafted number one overall, what, five years ago now under Bruce Arians? I, so I guess you're leaning towards Jameis not finishing like top six, top
8: seven in QB ranking this year. Keep going. Eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Yeah, it's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> oh, I, wow! I, all right, all right, all yeah. right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Look, I mean, OJ look, Howard though.
4: You, you like OJ well, Howard though? I know in it, in, a, in a week one tight end position, underachieved last year. What do you think of OJ? Yeah,
8: in a in a week one situation where a total in the NFL is in the fifties on opening on opening game on Sunday. Yeah, I love it, but I, I just think overall Tampa Bay is going to be uh, a disappointing team this year. I think they'll load it up again on offense, but no running game there. Their offensive line is okay. Uh, and, and look, do you think that all of a sudden that Winston is going to go because mm-hmm. he has a new coach and just be a completely trustable guy? I don't see that coming at all. I think Tampa Bay bombs out this year and drafts a quarterback early next year.
4: All right. Well, Craig Mish, all right. I'll, I'll keep you to that. Uh, very interesting uh, him, on the Tampa Bay Bucs. But you, you know Hold that state and, and you know uh, what you're talking about. So uh, I guess I'll fade them a little bit now. It was a little high on Jameis Winston and the Bucs, uh, just offensively speaking. Um, especially in the game two against the Forty ers but uh, definitely stack the players if you can, uh, and listen to what Craig's talking about. One other thing, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Week One, he's highly priced. I mean, how many snaps will he see, and uh, are you fading Ezekiel Elliott Week One just because of the enormous price tag?
8: In a, in a season long league, Sean, I'll I'll play him for sure. In a DFS format, I I think that because of his price, I probably may go another direction there and it wouldn't shock me to see him get 25 carries it wouldn't shock me to see him get 7 carries you just don't know with the NFL what these game plans are going to be i find it so funny that that people buy what these coaches say like it is it is incredible i mean 3 months ago or 4 months ago uh Josh Rosen was the guy in Arizona do you remember this conversation yes, i mean this yes. was like a, a week long conversation oh that's it i guess Josh Rosen is the guy in Arizona They turned around and they traded him during the draft. I uh, respect (laughs) the coaching staffs there, but being somebody that's covered the NFL and has been around this for a very long time, there's more gamesmanship going on in this league than any other league in sports, and it doesn't even come close. The coaches don't say anything. They come out. uh, They tell you the opposite as to what is going to happen. So you almost have to put the blinders on with those sort of things. So with Elliott's first week, uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of of a baseball pitcher. Who's coming off an injury, and I know Elliot isn't, but you know what kind of you know would you let that guy go seven innings his first time off the injured list? Probably not. So I think a little bit less usage for Elliot, but maybe he'll shock the world and be as good as everyone thinks he is. But I, I would probably go another direction. season Long, I'd play him in every league.
4: Absolutely right. Yeah, you have to right. You have to start him. You might get do. the the goal line touches as well too. So uh, we'll
8: look forward to that. Dallas Cowboys against the
4: New York Giants, Week One should be a fun one. Craig, that's all the time. We have had a couple more questions, but we'll, we'll do it again, and uh, we'll get your take uh, on this show on some daily uh, fantasy sports action and football action. Thanks for the time, Craig. Appreciate it, man. All
8: right, Sean. Thanks for having me. Have a great one.
4: You too. That's Craig. Mish. Enjoy the football tonight, too. You can hear him sports, fantasy sports today right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Coming up next, we'll wrap things up. More football. Why not? A little college football, too. That's next. You're in At window.
2: Com.
0: What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for
3: all your athletic facial wipes and
0: body cleansing needs.
4: Back here on At The Window, here on the SportsGrid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamaka, wrapping things up here on At The Window. You heard Joe Ranieri. You heard Craig Mish. All right, getting you set for tonight's Packers-Bears action. I still, I still, I'm, I'm going to guess, you know, the under is intriguing. Joe Rennery laid it out for you, right? I get it. All the names on the Bears defense, and he doesn't believe there's going to be a big drop-off from defensive coordinator from Gio to Pagano. I do. It matters who's calling the plays defensively. Khalil beast. they're not going to be uh, bottom of the league defensively. It doesn't mean that. They're going to fall off a little bit. That being said, right? They got a lot of great talent on the defensive end. Hahach, Clinton Dix, you know, Leonard Floyd, you know, Roquan Smith, and, of course, Khalil Mack. Enough said, right? Aaron Rodgers is a different beast. He is the best quarterback in the National Football League when he's healthy. The best. Any ad-libs will make those guys look silly. I like the Packers in this game to win it. Um, Points, like to see it up a little bit more. Give me that hook. Like to see three and a hook uh, for the Packers, but... Uh, I'll tease it up if, if I don't get it, but it's at plus three right now for the Packers. I like them to win tonight, and I'm going, why not? Why not? Just to stick it to Renary. I'm going over, over the 47 total. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll see what happens. I like Rodgers over 267 passing yards as well. Give me that. And Devontae Adams over 83.5 receiving yards. That'll do it for At the Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo TV, Channel 719. Up next, Gabe Marenzi, Cam Stewart. On Game Time Decisions, they'll have you set. And, of course, tonight, in-game live, guys, don't go anywhere. The game will be on, but why not? On your laptop, tune us in and get the in-game live bets, right? Joe Ranieri talked about it. He wants to see the Bears and how they come out tonight. He expects them to score. That line will pop up. Be more of an advantage for the Packers there. So he's all in. He'll give you great tips tonight on what to do. During the game tonight, Packers-Bears and, of course, the great Gabriel Morenzi as well. Those two are on it tonight. Should be a lot of fun. And Teddy Covers from Rager Talk. So, guys, it's the place to be. You want some betting? Tune in tonight during the game, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Watch them simultaneously and get some great tips. That'll do it for me. I'm Sean Guasamacchia. Don't go anywhere. Game time decisions is next right here on the Sports Grid TV network. See you tomorrow.